in two minds, mate, of what to call this. Is it a pod or uh, is it a therapy session? It's called the hangover, mate. <laughs> mm, mixed emotions, mate. Mixed emotions. Season's finished for the Arsenal. How are you feeling? Eddie, if you don't laugh, you cry, mate. No, it's been look, been a really, really good season for the Arsenal. Um, this has been, in my humble opinion, our best season in the league since we moved into the Emirates. Um, I thought we'd been... Absolutely brilliant, uh, you know, fantastic at home, uh, some great away performances and um, unfortunately just fell short at the final hurdle. But um, yeah, it's been it's been a good season, my friend, been a really good season, a long season. It's been a long campaign going up and down the country, Europe. But um, yeah, gutted we fell short, but um, no, it was a lot to be positive about. What's the last five weeks been like for you, mate? Because the season was over pretty much five weeks ago. Well, well, it's tough, wasn't it? We went to Liverpool, we were 2-0 up and then we ended up drawing that 2-2 and then sort of the rest history in it. We went to Southampton, uh, so, so Southampton at home, West Ham away, just bottled those games really. Um, I don't really like using those, those that term actually, but um, I thought, you know, uh, West Ham away was just, you know, we took the foot off the gas, you know, you can't, you can't let it side back in like that when you're coasting. You know, you're up in the game, and then Southampton at home. You're, you're at the, you're playing the bottom side at home, and you're three 0 down. I mean, uh, I, I don't know what was happening that day. I thought someone had drugs me. Um, but um, <laughs> you know, and 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 then obviously after that, you know, you 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 know, you go to Man City, and and that's it. That's that's curtains, mate. And so um, I thought after the Newcastle game, we all thought we had a little bit of hope. You see, because um, you know, we thought okay, yeah, you know, we've we've, we've got to bounce back. And then you know, if we'd um, if we'd done something against Brighton and we'd done something against um and if we'd done something against bloody um Forest, we win the league. You can't make it up, can you? It's it's, it's crazy. If we'd beat Brighton at home and beat Forest away, we win the league. Do you know what I mean? So it's um I mean you just can't it is what it is really. It's it's absolutely gutting, mate. Can you pinpoint the one game you think that it all went wrong? Um the one game where it went wrong. I think you've got to say it was um, West Ham away, mate. West Ham away, Southampton at home. Those two games is where everything went complete Pete Tong. Um, you know, it went nuclear, unfortunately. Um, because again, you know, if you look at where we finished, if we'd got something out of both of those games and then, you know, you get something at Nottingham and you get something at, um, at Brighton, you know, that's, that's, that's the League One, mate. How do you look at it now when you see the table? Five points off. No, look, I mean it's massive progress for us. I think um I'm I'm apps I've got I've got the hump for the last month. I haven't been on any socials in terms of listening to any talk sport, sky sports, BT sport, the whole lot, because the whole thing's a fast, mate. The people at the start of the season who said, Oh yeah, Arsenal not gonna finish in the top four, not at the races, blah, blah, blah. Man United finish above us, Newcastle finish above us, Tottenham finish above us, blah, blah, blah. All of these clowns, yeah. And there's many of those clowns. Jamie O'Hara Jason Cundy, Tim Sherwood, um, you name it, mate. They are all there. They are all there. You know, I, I call them the hatchet man FC jobs. You know what I mean? The guys who had an absolute bang average playing career, but all they want to do in the media is try and run the Arsenal down. So get our names out of your, your mouth, you pricks. Um, you know, all of these people saying, oh, you've, bottled, you've done this, you've done that, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then all of a sudden, oh, they've bottled the league. Well, start making your mind up. You know, it's, it's, we're not going to, first and foremost, at the start of the season, we're not going to finish top four. And then I was bottled. But that's how you know the Arsenal is back because obviously all the Dem Mandela want to start talking about us again. So, um, you know, um, you know, I'm ready for a tear up, mate. I'm going to go down to Talk Sports Studios, mate. I want to see O'Hara. I want to see Cundy. Absolute pricks.
<laughs> How was the last game of the season? So um, it was Wolves at home, yeah? Yeah, it was great. Such a part of the atmosphere. You know, we gave the boys a massive send off. Um, you know, we're all really disappointed, but we're all proud of the players. We're all proud of the progress. Um, you know, we've done tremendous this season. It's been a fantastic year. Um, I'm so proud of all of those players, the manager, um, you know, to run Man City this close with the squad that we've got. You know, a lot of young players. We're still not the finished article, I think, is credit to all of the players is credits to the backroom staff, to the fans. It's been ter terrific home away Europe. Um, so, you know, the, it was it was the carnival atmosphere. We gave the players a proper send off. So no, it was really good. And then at the end, you know, um, players like Granite Shaka, Kieran Tierney, we want you to stay. So um, no, it's, it's been fantastic, mate, but a very emotional season. Very emotional, man. Mm. Very emotional. I know you'll have time to think about this again, but, um the season what's what's been your highlights um I think the highlight has been just the way that the club has transformed I mean this is back to the Arsenal of my childhood growing up do you know what I mean I think we're now a force the Arsenal are back I mean there's there's no doubt about that in in, in my mind I think um you know uh we, we we're, we're back where we should be which is at the top trying to compete to win league titles um you know, uh, and so for me, that's the highlight is the fact that, you know, no one is taking the piss out of Arsenal anymore. Do you know what I mean? So for a, probably the last five years or so, six years, we've sort of been a bit of a joke. Do you know what I mean? In the sense that the media, other fan channels, Arsenal fan TV, you know, it's just been a bit of a circus down the Arsenal, really. And um, I think seeing the unity in the fan base, seeing 11 players who are going out on the pitch, um, you know, giving it all for the for the badge, you can't really ask much more as a fan. What happens next year? Well, it's tough, mate, because this is where it's difficult. I think for me personally, we've got to win a trophy next year. Um, you know, for us to kick on, we've got to win the trophy. Otherwise, we just end up like those them lot down the road where, you know, you talk about, oh, you know, to dare is to do glory and all of this, but nothing materialises. You end up as Bottle Job FC, a.k.a. Tottenham Hotspur. And so I think from my perspective, we've got to go out next year. We need to win a trophy. Um, and unfortunately, that means one of three cup competitions so um so for one of three competitions you're either winning the fa cup you're winning the league or you're winning in the champions league that's that's it next year you've got to win one of those in order to make progress when's the last time you're in the champions league uh 2016 17 so that's wow. a long time ago long time ago shaq has gone kieran tierney gone Really? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're gone. Um, Tierney wants to play every week, which is understandable. Gutted if he goes. Um, so yeah, he's 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 going. Tierney, okay, uh, he'll be off. Shaka wants to go back to Germany. Arsenal cash in because on the last year of his contract. Rumours about Emil Smith Rowe potentially going. We don't know yet, but um, I'd be gutted if he goes. Declan Rice going to Arsenal. Not going to happen. No. He ain't. Uh, Man United are going to hijack that. Um, he ain't worth. Yeah, the, the guy's a chump. He ain't worth more than 60 million, mate. <laughs> would you, okay, so Eddie, would you pay more than 60 million for Rice? No. Exactly. There you go. Before we get on, I think Arsenal have had, mm -hmm. this has been a really good season for us. We've literally fallen at the final hurdle because what's let us down is two things is our form in the Northwest away from home has not been very good. Poor up in the Northwest. So out of the, out of the four games we played up in the Northwest, a draw and three losses, which is not good because if you want to win the league, you need to get your business done in the Northwest away from home. That's just a fact. We've done all the business in London, London games away at home, which is unprecedented. So of all the London games, we literally only drew one game, which was West Ham away, which is a, a massive progress. 
winning away at Newcastle, um, Tottenham, Villa, Leeds, Palace, um, Chelsea. Yeah, this has been a good season for us, mate. Massive progress, step in the right direction. But go the but sort of where I'm going with this is we haven't got the squad that City's got, which is why for me this is the biggest window in a generation because to close the gap between Man City and Arsenal, the first 11s, there's not too much in it. The problem is, is the squad game. Okay, you'd say, yeah, Man City have got one or two sort of X-factor players who Arsenal don't have. We haven't got a Haaland. Um, and then you can argue we're maybe missing a couple of experienced heads in there, you know, the Carl Walkers of this world, the Kevin De Bruyne as the players who've sort of been there, done that. Problem is, we haven't got the squad. Salib, as soon as Saliba was out, our season was just fell apart. And you can't afford to lose one player if you want to win a title. You've got to have a squad game. So in my humble opinion, he's got to go and get four players. We go and get four players. I said the same thing at the start of the season. When you asked me this on the pods, we need a striker, need, uh, two midfielders, and we need another defender. You go out and get four top quality players. I think we're on a level playing field with Man City next year. So what's the expectation next year then? We've got to win the league, mate. That's it. That's the expectation. We're Arsenal Football Club. We've got to be challenging for the winning the league. That's what we do. You know, we're the, you know, you look at the amount of times we've won the league. We've got to come back from this. We've got to build from it and use this as a foundation. You think um, Mikel Arteta is the man to do it? Uh, he's as good as anyone. I wouldn't take any other manager in world football right now at Arsenal. I don't think anyone else. I don't think he's the finished product as a manager. I think there's still question marks about him. His ability to um, manage a big squad is number one. His ability to play different formations and different games is is another one. Um but and also, can he manage big personalities and big characters? So I think those are three big things he's got to try and prove. But I wouldn't have anyone else. I think what he's done with that young squad, he's brought the fan base back on side. No, I think you know, unless you know Pep Guardiola was going to walk in tomorrow, I don't think you take any other manager uh, currently in 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 the league. Maybe world football. How do you think um, people are going to remember this Arsenal team in years to come? See, this is a this is a team which is not for the record, not for the record or the history book, but one for the fans, right? So for the fans, I think we'll remember the season all day long. I did probably about thirty-five of our sort of fifty games this year, um, and I think the fans have really loved this season um, because of how much we've reconnected. And I think what we've done, which Arsenal have not done in probably the best part of fifteen years, which is sort of going back to when the season when Eduardo broke his leg, is we started to win really big games away from home. We've always been okay at home. We've always turned over good sides at home. But the difference between this season and, you know, the last probably, I'd say, 10, probably actually longer than that, really, probably 12, 13 years, is we just haven't won away from home against the big sides. And mm-hmm. we're starting to do that now, which I think is 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 tremendous, really. Um, and I think it shows the progress. Have you um, you've seen the new kit for next season? Yeah, I'm not a massive fan, mate, to be honest. I think it's a bit... Half half, you know, just like you look at that and you think to yourself, I'm not running down to the armory to buy that one. <laughs> Too much gold in it, mate. Yeah, that's it. It would have been great <laughs> if we won it, but obviously when you don't, you end up getting murked, didn't you? So um <laughs> no, it's it is what it is. <laughs> oh, that's good, mate. Um what are you gonna do in your time off now? You've got no football. Take up leisurely sports like golf. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Get back, get down to the gym, watch a bit of cricket, uh, catch up with family and friends. I haven't seen a lot of people. I've been pretty... This season has been about the Arsenal, really. I thought this was going to be our title challenging 
well, title winning season. Uh, turned out to be a title challenging season. But um, yeah, just chilling, mate. Be chilling. Looking forward to, like I said, bit of cricket, bit of a uh, bit of golf, bit of a uh, you know, uh, just leisurely, leisurely, just uh, you know, just doing what normal people do, mate. I'm sure the wallet will uh, thank you for that as well. Oh yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely, <laughs> it's been a big season with the World Cup, with the, obviously Arsenal. It's uh, it's been crazy. How's it work with um, renewing your season ticket? Yep, so that's another... I'm being hit for a £1,000. Bosh. Right when you think you get to the end of the season. Yep. £1,000. Bosh. So, um, yeah, the club know where to get you. Hit you in the pocket. Right. Um, let's look elsewhere in the league. Um, so some surprises, actually. You know, Brighton have a good season. Brighton have had one of those weird ones where they've been a lot of good teams, but they lose some of the games they should be winning. And they've ended up sixth in the end. So the Europa League for the first time ever. Newcastle back in the Champions League for well a long time, hasn't it? They've been away for the yeah, going back to geez early to mid two thousands, really oh yeah. four maybe oh three around that period of time. And uh, Villa, your boy Emery, good what a turnaround! What a turnaround! Yeah, look, Una, I've said this on look. So I mean, I actually this is well, I mean, I've seen every side this season. I've seen every I've seen every team play this year, which is not bad. Mm. Not a bad record, um, to be fair. Um, so I've I've seen them all. Um, how incognitous, sort of, you know, compartmentous, sort of, <laughs> I was when I was watching some of those games is questionable. But I've seen I've seen them all this season, so I can tell you who's good and who's not. Right. So, um, look, Brian are a good side. They have been for probably the last two years. I think Potter sort of built some good foundations, and then obviously they sort of kicked on to the next level. I think in their favour is the fact that um, I think they've really sort of got. a quite a unique style of football. They're quite compact. Um, they can really hurt teams on the counter-attack. Um, and I think when they defend, you know, they're very compact because what happens is Casado comes in and they almost end up with like a back five. Um, and so they, they they can be quite difficult to break down in certain games. And I think they, they also play without fear. Um, I, I would say you've seen that this season. They go to teams and, and win, right? Um, and so, yeah, I, I think uh, they're probably the... I think... Two teams who are probably the surprise of the season, I think, are Brighton and Arsenal in terms of performance, and then you'd ask, and then Villa for for their performance over the back end. Unai, hasn't he got the the best ever record for Villa as a manager? Yeah, he probably does in the Premier League era. Yeah. Um, uh, no, Martin O'Neill got them higher up the table. I think he got them. But fifth. I think like win uh, win percentage though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, Unai Emery is a um is a uh, international caliber manager. You know, he's not a world-class manager, but he's an international caliber manager. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, he's done it in Portugal, done it in, sorry, done it in um in in France, he's done it in Spain. Uh, so you know, one 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 uh won it in France, PSG cups in, in in Spain obviously with the Europa League um you know he's he's an experienced campaigner I'm just looking at the table now 8th to 12th very interesting all London based clubs <laughs> from Spurs yeah. down all the way to Chelsea at bottom and 12th <laughs> <laughs> interesting eh? like all back to back um out of them yeah, London clubs yeah. who's, done, who's done the best you think mate out of them uh, well Palace you'd have to, well you'd have to argue Palace because at one stage Looks like they were going down with Patrick mm. Vieira, even though I'm gutted he went. But if if they didn't get rid of him when they did, I think he could have, well, he could have he could have taken them down. Really, let's be honest. I think you've got to say where they finished up from where they should have Palace. But I think Brentford's been Brentford has been the story of the season. I mean, it's such a 
it's a such a small club, mate. Honestly, like they are the they're not even in they're, they're the smallest club in West London. It's like between Fulham, QPR, and um, Chelsea, they're the fourth small fourth, fourth the smallest club in West London. And how they've managed to do that with your old mate Tommy Frank is is a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he has done really well in the Premier League. As much as I yeah. hate the guy, he's done yeah, really well. I mean, some of the stuff Eddie said about Thomas Frank over the years. I mean, if we'd got a compilation together, that would just be <laughs> box office. <laughs> Nothing to cancel me, mate. Um, I, I just realised West Ham. I forgot about West Ham. I genuinely thought they they went down. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, David Moyes. He's just you know he's hanging on like a Fred. Really, I mean, he's. He's, I don't know, I think if it wasn't for the European stuff, he would have been long gone from now. Look at the, the table. How many bloody London clubs do you need? Another one next year? Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, well, I think the thing you've got, Eddie, you must remember, is the London clubs have got that the attraction power of the players. So, you know, they're able to get in players who realistically would go to a slightly better clubs, but because they've got the allure of the London lifestyle, you know, they're obviously uh, all go to London. I like to see anyone that comes up with a stat. I've, I've never seen that many London clubs in the, in the Premier League before. I think we got close around 04-05 when you had Charlton. Watch Charlton, yeah. You, you had Crystal Palace. You had... So that season, you had Charlton, Crystal Palace. West Ham, I th- were in there. Yeah, so, so you had Charlton, Crystal Palace, West Ham. You had Arsenal. You had Tottenham. You had Chelsea and you had Fulham. There was, yes, there was seven that year. Then this year, there would have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I think it's par with par with that season. Next year, if you, are you counting Luton? Are they? Um, no, it's in Bedfordshire. Are, are they London? No, Bedfordshire. I bet you they rebrand though next season and put London on the crest. It'll be, but it, no, but it will be the most. I've got to get fact-checked on this, but... Um, Did Watford consider themselves as part of London? No, Hertfordshire. It's, um, they're on the tube line, but Hertfordshire. But again, you, it's 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 kind of... Sw- the, it's kind of gone back to sort of... It, the balance is... So there's a lot of... the. It's almost very he- evenly weighted in the sense that this year you had like four Northwests. You had one in the North, which was Leeds. You had one Northeast, which was Newcastle. So obviously six in the North of England... You had across the Midlands, you had four teams. So you had, um, you obviously had Leicester, you had uh, Wolves, you had Nottingham, and you had uh, obviously Villa. So it's Birmingham, so it's four. Then you had your seven London, seven London clubs, and then you had your three three um, clubs along the south south coast. It's actually very even split, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a few changes though next year, right? Oh Look mate, at the teams have gone down, mate. Look at the teams have gone down. Yeah. So I know Southampton already dead, Barry. But um, Big Sam with Leeds couldn't save them. Yeah, that was that was always a stupid appointment, right? With five games. Yeah, go. look, Leeds were always going to go down. They wanted to have more of a scrap off. The fans wanted to have more of a scrap off the pitch than they did on the pitch. They were always going, mate. See you later. <laughs> and when the when when I went up there in October and the lights went out in the stadium, that's when I knew they were finished, mate. <laughs> <laughs> When you ain't got no power in the stadium, you ain't got no chance of playing football, have you? <laughs> Leicester, though. Wow. Oh, I'm gutted about that. I love Leicester away. That's such a good away day. I've been up there quite a few times over the years. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. Big fall from Grace after winning the league. And then, well, they went. They yeah. Went the league, FA Cup, Community Shield. 
It's based yeah, on one year. And then yeah, and then but then I think to be honest with you, I'm I'd be gutted if I was a Leicester fan, but I'd rather that than the bottle jobs down the road at Tottenham who give big cover of all what they want. I mean, at Leicester that even mugged them off. Proper. That's a good point, actually. Good point. They did play in all three tiers of Europe as well. So Yeah. But I, I think Leicester. anyone would take I'll take that now. Give us 100%. The An FA Cup be great. Yeah. Big trip to Wembley. I mean, although your missus wouldn't be happy, but I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you with Leicester, like I think there's a defence that let them down. Let's be honest with you. The miracle was Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest. At one stage, they both looked dead and buried, and they sort of managed to scrap themselves out of that, which is unbelievable. Ah, my old mate Cooper, I knew you survived. <laughs> Thing is, he bought 50 players at the start of the season and found to find 11 of them who could play. Yeah. Davs did call it because he said that he'd rather have the only club that backed their manager. Because look at all them clubs around them. They all sacked their managers during the season. Forrest's the only one that well, held onto Cooper, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some frightening statistics which are doing the rounds. Absolutely frightening statistics. What, Everton? Around sort of... No, just about managers getting sacked. So Tottenham have gone through three managers this season. They're really two free managed. Well, yeah, because you had Conte, you had the interim bloke, and then you had Ryan Mason. Con- so Conte, Conte's assistant, Ryan Mason. Everton have had. Let's talk, about, let's talk about Ryan Mason. How is he even in the job? Like the, the guy just had. A, remember, it was just a knock on the head, right? And then Spurs yeah, just yeah, kept yeah. onto him. Like, <laughs> Mate, I mean, should he be managing? <laughs> I mean, look, it sums up them look from down the road at the moment. I mean, that when Harry Kane leaves them in the summer, mate, and. You know, Son and the rest of the boys, they're finished. <laughs> oh, Everton. How do they survive? How do they well, survive? Well, they, yeah, they, they, I mean, Sean Dyche did give them a bit of a bounce, to be fair. I mean, they did well. I mean, I was up there when we bloody lost to them, which was just, oh, can't make it up, really. Our old friend, General Dyche. Um, yeah, but um, I don't know. It's, uh, oh, they got lucky because, I mean, can you imagine trying to build the brand new stadium going into the championship? Wouldn't be ideal, would it? They would have been in trouble. I think they're one of the highest um, the highest wage bills in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be. So it would have been a huge fire sale there. Leicester will be, Leicester will be, they've got a big fire sale, surely. A lot of those mm. players are gone. Tillmans, Madison, Barnes, um, Fafana. Um, mm. yeah, you, you know what cost them, it. mate? Was um, not replacing Schmeichel. As soon as they put Danny Ward between the sticks, it was game over. You reckon now? I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, he was. They needed cool, a but... keeper. They had. They had so yeah. much time. They could have signed one in January. Didn't sign one. But yeah, the defense was rubbish. But that's a problem when you sell all your best players and don't replace. Do you them. think that's the end of Brendan Rodgers? I mean, actually, no. Eddie Howe came back from Bournemouth, but I mean, do you think that's the end of Brendan Rodgers' top-flight career as a manager? Given, you know, he's basically relegated them. Yeah, you know what? Income to the championship. Come back to the SA one. We'll take him. Yeah, but no, but no, hang on, hang on. Come on, Eddie. Let, let's so that's just probably the most serious point I've made today, apart from the talk the what I was saying about the Arsenal, the fan connection, back, blah, blah, blah. Let's have this right, right? Eddie Howe went down with Bournemouth, which was a side with bare resources, yeah? Hmm. Bare resources. At least with Rogers, he can't really say that oh, I won't you, you, yeah, that's a mid table squad. That is the best team I've ever seen to go down. Well, ability wise. Come on, like Tillman's was, you know, Belgium international, Madison international, probably half half a dozen others in there. It's crazy. I've never seen that before. The only thing I can think about is remember when Newcastle went down and they brought Shearer in to try and save them. They had a semi decent squad then. Um, 
that's in the sort of mid two thousand, mid late two thousands. I'd be surprised they won't go up though. They won't go up next year. Well, they don't have any bloody players to go up. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same with Leeds and um, Eastern Hampton. We'll talk about them later. But well, um, look, Saints. Like, Saints yeah. have finished. Saints have been finished. They were like the Sunderland, mate, hanging in, hanging in, hanging in, hanging in, and then. Um, yeah, Saints was finished. Leeds, were, Leeds. I think as soon as they got rid of Bielsa, then they had the American Mister Marsh in there. Hey man, how you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. Ta-da. <laughs> Goodbye. Right. Let's talk about the English Football League playoffs. Let's go from bottom to top. It's a League Two final. Stockport versus Carlisle United went all the way to pens. Uh, Stockport losing five four to Carlisle. Do you know what's uh, Do you know what's unbelievable about that game? Stockport took 37,000 fans to that game. 37,000? Yeah, that's what someone was telling me. Who told you that? Uh, mate of mine is a Stockport fan who's at the game. <laughs> he would say that because there's only 34,000 fans there. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, so now Probably, probably 37,000 to London. Yeah. And probably 10,000 of them didn't want to pay for the ticket type bastards. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's more fans at the conference final than the League Two final. Because you had Notts County versus Chesterfield. So Notts County, obviously, a big club. 38,000 there for their game for the conference wow. final. Wednesday took a big allocation as well. Crazy League One. Not even the final, mate. That semi final was nuts. Yeah. One of the best games of football. That was the best game of football this year, surely. Yeah. The greatest comeback of playoff history of all time. Yeah. So uh, Sheffield Wednesday were 4 0 down after the first leg against Peterborough United. I don't think any team has ever come back from a four-goal deficit. I think three might have been the record. But to be 4-0 down going to the second leg, and they ended up winning um, the game 4-0 in normal time. And then Peterborough scored in extra time first, which meant Wednesday had to score again to even up the tie. So it's 5-1 going into pens, and they won. The final itself, though, that was dodgy. I think it's the first time ever that all three finals had VAR. And this one was mm. shocking. Have you seen it, mate? Against Barnsley? Oh, yeah. The, shocker. Mate, do you think I live? Do you think I live? I watched a game. Do you think I live under a rock, mate? That uh, tackle was. You only watch the Arsenal, mate. Yeah, that's that's well, um, yeah. <laughs> that's true. But um, I did watch. No, I watched a game. I watched a game. I was. I um. I saw the tackle. It was. I mean, that's just atrocious refereeing, wasn't it? Really, it's not even really connected with the lad. I don't understand that. Mm. And also the penalty shout for Barnsley. Yeah, Barnsley got robbed, mate. I mean, but the Barnsley's their own worst enemy, mate. Because just before the ninety minutes, they've had the, the, the they've had the breakaway where the lad squared it. He, he's put it across the goal. And the bloke's just put it wide. You know the chance I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, how's he missed that? <laughs> That's that was left right. Because what was crazy is Barnsley are playing better with ten than Wednesday were with eleven. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the goal, Josh Windass. Yeah, is that the connection there? Yeah, Big Dean Windus. Big Dino, yeah. 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 He scored 15 yeah. years ago, mate, for Hull. Yeah. Remember that goal? Yeah, yeah. of course. City. I remember the goal, yeah. Look, I mean, Wednesday just got lucky, innit? Because if, yeah. if, if I think if Barnsley had 11, they would have lost the game. It did make me think about what happened. Was it last year's final in the Championship? It was... Who went up in the playoffs? Was it uh, Forest, right? Against Huddersfield? Correct. Yeah, yeah right. that was a good game. That that game was a farce. Yeah, I mean, remember the... Um... The handball, wasn't it? Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, from that game. I watched that game. I was at the pub, watched it. Um, there's a massive handball shout in that game, which didn't get given with the VAR, which was just controversial, wasn't it? I swear it's sometimes rigged football. Um, but anyway, Sheffield yeah. Wednesday back, big club in the championship. 
next year's championship doesn't look easy at all with all the clubs in there. Yeah, it's a bit of a madness, isn't it? You look yeah, at some it's gonna be, of those it's gonna be clubs. Yeah, going to be a tough season next year. And then um, we mentioned them before, uh, Luton. So Luton Town. It's akin to when Huddersfield came up. Well, at least they had the stadium. Yeah, I know. But what I mean is, Hud- okay, Huddersfield, Luton and Burnley are the only three bloody town sides to have been in the Premier League in recent years. But I got you with that one, didn't I? <laughs> you did the <laughs> Luton. <laughs> so they beat um, Coventry City on pens. I was gutted about that. Uh, yeah, no, because you've got ties to obviously the Midlands. and Coventry would be a better away day than Luton. Luton's going to be rubbish. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get a ticket, but it's still going to be rubbish. We'd have had, we'd have had a five thousand behind the goal. Would have been a great little away day, you know, one hour on the train from Euston, you know, have a few beers in town centre. You know, Rico is actually quite a nice ground. I've been there. No, we're going to Luton. We've got one thousand. The 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 stairs for the away entrance. I mean, good luck trying to get down there after a few beers. Bloody hell, have you seen that? Yeah. So you can't make that up. The only saving grace is we haven't we haven't ended up with three northern sides because. With Sheffield, it was looking bad at one stage. We could have had Middlesbrough, Sheffield United, and Burnley. I mean, geez, that's some um, <laughs> scenic, scenic away days. Those ones, and um, especially when you consider, you know, we were going to lose like Southampton and Bournemouth and these sort of places, which are quite idyllic and nice. Yeah, I got to give a shout out to that guy. Um, what's his name? Pelly Ruddock. Yeah, for Luton. So the only player to ever gone from non-league football all the way to the Premier League with the same club. Pretty amazing achievement. Imagine they sell him now over the window. <laughs> After all mm. these years of service, bye bye. <laughs> but Luton, though, they're gonna have to spend is it 10 million pounds just to get the ground ready for the league? Yeah, that's it. It's not looking good for them. So, how much do you get though for promotion? What's like 100 mil or something? Oh, 150. Yeah, and 10 million of that will have to go straight to the ground to fix the toilets. <laughs> yeah, do you reckon you get a ticket for that game? Yeah, I'll get one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we, we, we've got the credits, we, we're good. 45 out of 47 next with credits, mate. We go everywhere. Oh, yeah. Nice one. <laughs> nice one. So, um, yeah. So, next season for you, then, Luton, that'll be a new ground for you. Um, yeah. Well, next have season. You to, next... Have you gone to Bramall Lane? You been there? No, no, because the season they came up, um, I missed the league game because it was during the week, was work. I was meant to go to the FA Cup, had tickets, COVID called it off. So, no, I want to go Bramall Lane next year because that's what I hadn't done. Bramall Lane and Luton. I actually haven't done Bournemouth. Bournemouth and Brentford are two. It's weird every time, and it's just I've always either been away or I've had a wedding or some nonsense. So those are the four grounds I need to get to next year. Otherwise, I've done all the other ones. The Swans technically don't have a manager because Russell Martin's leaving us. I love how you just slipped that one. My manager just slipped that one in just casually. Look at him trying to get off here. <laughs> Look at him. Mate, what's happened to Swansea? So like, <laughs> I feel like we, I need to, I feel, I, feel, I feel like we need to do a documentary, Finding Swansea. What's Like, what, what, what has happened, Eddie? Come on. Well, we're at the end of the season. Finished 10th. On no, I know, form, but... I think it was like the last six or seven games. We're the best team in the league. So yeah, if he gave us another two games, another two games, we've gone to the playoffs. He's been rumoured for the last two weeks, actually, to go to Southampton. I mean, I'm happy to pay for his fear now. Just go. Like, this is the problem we had with Potter and the same problem we had with um, with Cooper as well. Like, if you're going to leave, leave. I don't care if you go. We just need an- another manager to come in and give him enough time to work with the team that we have because we're in the yeah. same boat every season. We're, or I mean, every, every, yeah. I mean, that championship next year is just going to be stacked. 
Yeah, that's going to be here. stacked. There's no teams that will walk it. I can't see anyone walking it. You got some teams who are really going to try and get back in next year as well yeah. to the Premier League. I so think if, Sunderland, mm. Sunderland will put a bit of money into it. I think, um, I think probably the likes of Blackburn Rovers are going to give it one more big push. Yeah, it's a strange option when you go with Southampton's ambition would would be trying to go back up straight Depends away. Depends how so, much money they've got. Yeah, but it's a strange one. Why would you go with someone that hasn't got promotion in him? He's not not been promoted once. Yeah, would you rather go with someone that's done it? You know, like a Wilder or someone like that. Um, yeah, it's true. It's a strange one. I'm I'm happy for him to leave because I I wasn't a big fan of him anyway. Now you're back in the Champions League. The big time. You can actually attract some players in now. What players do you need then to, to first of all, compete in Europe and secondly, to mount a proper challenge on the title this next season? This, this would be my shopping list. Number one, this is the most controversial thing you've heard on the Exit Trials podcast in a long time. Harry Kane, bring him down the Arsenal. Proven Premier League experience, goal scorer, slots in that front line, links up with Saka for England. Mate, Martinelli off the left-hand side. Mate, that's that's a bit lethal. So I'd say I'd say I'd offer Levy, you know, fifty million. Um, bring Harry Kane back to North London. You know, he's an actually an Arsenal fan. He's not a Tottenham fan. So I think bringing it and that, that Kane or Victor Osherman would be the two I'd think. But we're not going to get Osherman. He want that's silly money in it. Napoli's just got you know won the league. Um, so we need a striker. Um, I would love Casado from Brighton in the midfield. I think he'd be a really, really good signing. Um, and then. We could do with a defender and then one other midfielder. So let's see what happens. But yeah, we need those four positions and, and must-haves. You said that Grant Xhaka's leaving? Yeah, he's, he's, what can I say? He's, I never really was a Shaka hater because at the time I just thought he was he was sort of symptomatic of that sort of bad culture around the club. And, you know, he's a human being. People are having a go at him and he's, you know, sort of reacted when the fans sort of were having a go at him and he threw the shirt on and the armband down, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I think he's a good lad. I'm really sad he's going. And we gave him a massive send-off on on Sunday. Um, but I can understand personally, I'd like him to do one more season. But, you know, he's he's been a good servant for us and he's given us some great memories over the last couple of seasons in particular. I think you gave him a career as well. Mm. I think he took a lot out of Arsenal than what he gave you. True. The last, yeah, I mean, apart from the last two years, he's not been amazing. The first season he mm. signed, he was okay. And then he sort of had four years of just complete nonsense. Mm. Just getting sent off and doing just dumb shit. It is what it is, really, isn't it? I mean, you've got to just trust the manager, trust the process. But your old mates, TalkSport, are still saying that Arsenal favourites are signed Declan Rice. I just don't see us spending 90 million on Declan Rice, Eddie. Like, we're not historically the big spenders are we I read the other day uh, Gunnar yeah that he might be coming to us free transfer as well what's um, Arteta trying to do just try to get all the leftovers from City well I think there's a method to his madness because we need experienced heads around the squad he's probably thinking Shaka out Gundogan in um it's not bad. It's not bad. Logic, he's only, he's only good for like six games a season, though. At the end, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't keen on it personally. I wouldn't have signed him, but what do I know? You know the whole success you've had the season, right? What's the Arsenal fans' like attitude towards the owners like now? At an all-time high, really. I think um, 
well, there's, you know, a lot of fans are saying that the Cronkies have actually sort of put their money where their mouth is and are really starting to run the club properly. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people are sort of pointing to the fact that they've only had full ownership for the last couple of years. So the Cronkies have got, this is the best credit they've had in the bank since they took us over, really. Would you say they've won the fans over or... Is, no, is, they haven't, uh... I think it's all subdued. I think if we were to mm. win the title, have some sustained success, people would be pretty happy. I don't think they've quite won the fans over yet, but I think it's people are content, if that makes sense. Put your neck on the line now, right? What's going to happen with Arsenal next season? If we go out and get the four players I just told you, we're going to. if we go out and get a world-class striker, a couple of quality players in the midfield and another defender who can just cover for Saliba and Gabriel when, when, when they're fit and, you know, it's not Rob Holding or Holdinho, whatever the, whatever you want to call him, we'll win the league next year. <laughs> Don't get those players, we won't win the league. Simple. Simple. We, we haven't got the squads. We need a few more goals up front in sort of key big games uh, away from home. And we just need a couple, you know, a couple more bodies in the midfield, another defender. If we get that, for me, we can win it. There's no doubt about it. But if we don't have that, then for me, it's just the same, same. Back to the good old days of uh, eat, sleep, top four, pick up our, you know, £35 million Champions League money, repeat. I'm guessing you're looking forward to your trips to Europe, though. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I mean, it's uh, it's been an interesting old season, this one. Um, You know, if you look at where we were at the start and where we were at the finish, both... As a team and personally, it's uh, it's been a journey, mate. It's been a journey. It's all went Pete Tong with the misses. Uh, <laughs> flames. Blah, blah, blah. We went out to Qatar, which was unbelievable. We had some brilliant trips to the Arsenal. Uh, I love the European aways, Lisbon and um, and Eindhoven. Uh, some great away trips in in England. Some great home games. So it's um been crazy mate and i'm intrigued to see what the next football season will bring my friend um so yeah i'm probably going to do two out of three of the group stages and i'll do all the you know knockouts all the way through and then uh we'll see what happens <laughs> where are you hoping to end up where am i hoping to end up um hopefully you know winning lottery with a fat bank account and um retiring um no in terms of champions league i'd love um I'd love a Germany in October, mate, in the group. Can you imagine going out there during Oktoberfest, mate? That'd be lovely. Um, so yeah, in the group stage, I'd love, I'd, I'd, I'd like, I'd love a Spanish team, a German team, and the Austrian team. I want Rapid Vienna. So I'll do all three of them. Forget that. I'll go Rapid Vienna, one of the German sides, and then take me out of Spain. I'd do me. I do. You know, I may as well just do all three. I've already, you know, blown off with the misses and whatever. So I ain't got, no, I ain't got, I ain't got anything else going on in my life these days. I may as well go and just watch some Champions League football away. Right. Lock it in, mate. 1st of June 2024. Guess where the finals played? London. At Wembley. Yeah, we aren't going to get anywhere exotic. (laughs) You haven't got far to travel, mate. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the holy grail, mate. If Arsenal win the Champions League, I'm done. I'm done here. I'll, uh, I'll I'll, I'll call it quits. Quits. Oh, good. Nice one, mate. Unfortunately, Saturday wasn't the day you expected to have, but you know, you, you at least you got there to the end. You got your ticket for next season. Uh, we'll go again. Win, lose, or draw. We are the Arsenal. When you start supporting a football team, it ain't about the trophies, it's about the history, it's about finding yourself somewhere, and you know, it's about your friends and your family, and that's it. That's great. Dennis Burkham said that, my hero, and um. You know, it's not about winning. You know, we've just been, you know, if it was, a lot of people would just not bother going to football. You'd have two, you know, just two or three football clubs. It's about 
supporting your team and what that means to you. And it's about your friends you go with and, and all of that. So, you know, look, for me, I'm just happy I've got the Arsenal back. Loving going again. Great. So many good friends over the Arsenal. And, and that's it. If we were to win the league next year, hey, or pick up a trophy along the way, that's just an added bonus, in, in my humble opinion. There's no God-given right to win football. So, um, you know, it's 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 been a great journey. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to... Um, to, to what next year next year brings. And do you know what? At the end of the day, it's just a game. There's always next season, the season after that one, and the season after that one, and the season after that one. That's, uh, that's the brilliant thing about your football club. It doesn't matter what happens in your life. You can dip in and dip out. It's always there. Sounds like that David Mitchell um, skit, the football one. <laughs> football, football, it never ends. The football, look at it go. But no, this has been such a special season. I can't put into words with the World Cup, with Arsenal. It's... Um, this has honestly been the best season in, as as an adult watching Arsenal. He's, I mean, yeah, we've had some good cup wins, but this has been awesome, especially with the World Cup thrown in between. I mean, it's yeah, um, yeah. Like, this is this is just. I feel like I've in a way completed football a little bit this year. If we'd won the league, <laughs> that would have just been, well, that would have just been that would have. I mean, that would have been the icing on the cake, really, wouldn't it? But do you know what, Edzie? It's been a good season. It's been a good season, mate. One for the history books. We did good, mate. We did good. We went to Qatar. That was uh, that was that was epic, mate. That was the only way I can describe it. Absolutely mm-hmm. epic. And that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Extra Football Podcast, the home of alternative football. We'll be back again with you soon. Hope you have a good one. Can't do that. Now.